Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 16. I'm Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery, and today is all about what I learned from Adam Carolla. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Have you ever started down a path to create something meaningful in your life and for whatever reason found yourself not moving toward the outcome you claim to want? No matter the situation, part of you simply refused to move. This podcast is born from that idea. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So, let's jump in today's episode. So recently, I was perusing the interwebs and I stumbled across a masterclass that was being put out by Adam Carolla. And so I took a hard look at it and decided to jump in. And I'm glad I did. The information was fantastic. If any of you guys out there are considering doing a podcast, I highly recommend the class to you. I highly recommend that you take each and every lesson to heart because absolutely invaluable information. You could collapse time frames. You can take Um, the technical information as well as the business information and really start putting a plan together for what you want to create. And one of the things that was really impactful is how much the story of this podcast mirrors every other success story you've ever heard. And so within the class, Adam started talking a little bit about his background and his story and where he came from and how he got into radio and TV and all the rest of it. And it turns out that the only reason this podcast exists in the first place is because his morning show was basically canceled back in 2009. And he was coming from a place where he felt like his job was basically insulated from the economy. This is just after the housing crash, the housing boom bust that took place between 03 to 07. We saw the effects of it hit hard in 07, 08, and 09. People were losing homes, losing businesses. And Adam was one of the people who lost his job basically because of the fact that the economics of the situation simply didn't warrant his salary anymore. And so here he was, this big-time radio personality with a, I think he said he had a seven-figure contract in radio. He went from a seven-figure contract to nothing and basically needed to find a way to replace that income. So what do you do? Well, obviously, for him, having a morning show didn't hurt. He had a lot of people who would pretty much follow him anywhere. But at the same time, where? Right? Where's he going to go and get the same money? You know, what sort of outlet can he create for himself? You know, what does it look like to create a new Adam Carolla radio show or whatever the case may be? So again, coming from this job loss in 09, he decided to start a podcast. And so you have to sort of travel back in time here and realize that at this point in time, there really weren't all these fancy phone apps that would live stream or stream you know, podcast episodes directly to your phone that you could listen to on a headset, you basically had to download everything. Yes, this is the days in download where every episode had to be downloaded, usually onto a, you know, a PC or laptop or something like that for playback at a future date. Obviously, some phones would do that, but the vast majority of phones really weren't, you know, they really didn't have that user interface or that sort of form factor that would make it easy to listen to podcasts. 
So going into this was a big unknown. And so when he starts to tell a story, he was talking about how all this went down. And he was talking about the fact that he needed to replace his income, didn't know what he wanted to do, know that knew that he wanted to do something in radio or something along the lines of what he was doing, but what to do, right? And podcasting was brand new. There were a few people doing it, and he's basically coming onto the scene or at a time in history where it could go either way. No one really knew what was going to happen. And so there were a couple of things that he ended up doing One is he went all in. So he went all in. He set up a studio, an arena for him to operate from before knowing what the outcome was going to be. And inside that arena that he could operate from, he started putting together his episodes. He was using some people that he knew in the past. He was having guests on. He was having call-in shows. He was doing some things in the industry that hadn't been done in the past, and he was starting to have some success. But before that happened, he was spending between eight and $10,000 a month just on storage and bandwidth for his show. So eight to $10,000 a month just to get this thing launched, just to get this thing off the ground, and had no clue what the outcome was going to be. He decided to put his energy and his effort into everything that he wanted to do, and ultimately, he became the most downloaded podcast in the world, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. I think that was assigned to him back in 2011, if I remember correctly. So the moral of the story was several things. First of all, there when I was when I was listening to him tell his story, there are several themes that continue to recur in all success stories that I've ever heard in my life. Right? The first one is that, you know, some trial or some event takes place to cause a person to have to stop doing what they're doing. You know, in Adam's case, the economy dictated that he wasn't payable at his salary rate at the station he was at. So he was gone, right? They basically canceled the show. He's out on his ear. He's got to find something else to do. So from that event, something new had to come from it, right? He's not just going to sit on his ass and do nothing, right? So something new had to come from that. The second thing that tends to run parallel in pretty much all success stories that I noticed is he went heavy, right? He went heavy in terms of investment of his time, of his money and his energy to get things off the ground and get the ball rolling. Now, again, he did have his audience from the radio station who he could possibly turn into a podcast audience. But again, you have to realize the technology at the time wasn't where it is today. You weren't necessarily listening to a podcast on your morning drive. So how do you get people from radio into the podcasting world was a big question mark. But he didn't let that stop him. He went in that Eight thousand to ten thousand dollar commitment, assuming and believing that the outcome he wanted to create would be there when the time came. The third thing, and this was the thing that really sort of hit home for me, because this is the one thing that I feel most people are lacking, and I've seen it in myself as well. However, when I talk to other people, it seems to come up a lot, and that's simply this idea that you need to do consistent work over time consistent work over time. So as some people jumped into the podcasting world, they basically came from this area of, well, I'm going to do a, you know, one episode a month or one episode every two weeks or one episode a week. And that's how this podcast actually started. I said, well, I'm going to commit to doing one episode per week and I'll see how I like it. I'll see where it goes. 
and then I'll turn around and I'll take what I learn and I'll see if it's going to be good for me to do it more often or less often or if it's something I even want to continue to do. And one of the things that Adam committed to do initially was, you know, he's doing an hour and a half, two hours of the one podcast every single day, five days a week, plus a couple on top of that. Uh, One, I think, is in the construction realm and another is in the, you know, the car realm. He likes to race cars and he likes to, he has a background in uh, working houses and um, I think flipping homes as well. So, you know, so those things basically dominated much of his time when he was getting this you know, this idea, this Adam Carolla show off the ground. And I think that one of the things that was really impactful from the audience when I was there uh, listening to people, you know, pose questions was this idea of getting paid, you know, so what do I have to do to get paid? You know, I've been podcasting for 10 years and I've got zero to show for it, or I've been doing, you know, whatever, whatever for 10 years or 15 years and I've got zero income from doing it, you know, what do I need to do, you know, to take it to the next level so that I can actually get paid for what it is that I'm, I'm doing. And I thought this was a fantastic question because it took me back to this idea of, you know, podcasting once a week. And Adam came back with a fantastic answer and it really caused me to think, you know, about what I wanted to do with this podcast and then also the Hardwater radio podcast that I've started with my partners. And that's simply this. He's, he basically said, you know, if you want to get paid, you know, once a week is not enough. You know, what about five times a week? What about every day? You know, once a week is not enough. If you show up for the job that you get paid for once a week, if you show up to your real job once a week, they're not going to give you the check that they give you for showing up every day of the week. And that hit home. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And when you think about it, I think that's the piece that so many people are missing in terms of, you know, I'm going to start this great thing. I'm going to jump into the podcasting world and I'm going to see how it works for me. I'm going to see where I can take it. And uh, there's a huge difference, right? There's a huge difference in, in seeing where you can take it versus jumping all in and committing, Right, jumping all in and committing with a huge dollar commitment like Adam did. Obviously, he had some resources, but at the same time, you can't expect to get this tremendous payday at the end of the week or at the end of the month if what you're doing is one day a week input. You know, that doesn't it doesn't add up. It doesn't equal your payday. So at the end of the day, what do you want to create? And I thought about this a lot, you know, because ultimately I want to grow this idea, this concept, and see how far I can take it, you know, as it continues to evolve and grow and as I continue to evolve and grow and get more reps in. And, you know, obviously I want to impact more people. I want to have a greater reach. And the question I had to ask myself is, am I going to be able to do that one day a week? Probably not. So coming to close this one out, you know, you have to take a look at the hard truth. And the hard truth is simply this. You have to treat anything you want to monetize like a job that requires you to show up on a daily basis and create daily results. Once a week gets you once a week pay, which is little or nothing. So as we close this one out today, guys, I want you to ask yourself this and apply. Where in your life are you giving one day a week effort and expecting overtime results? And once you have your answer, it's time to do the hard thing. You have to go apply the concept. Come up with at least one way you can use what you've learned to create a larger, more focused effort 
toward that outcome you say you want to create. And without waiting, I want you to put it into action. So that's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you found value in this message, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, or Stitcher. Be sure and share this out with those you know need to hear it on social. Leave us a review if you're listening, guys. Be sure and leave us a review. And I'll see you back here in the next episode. Until then, this is Jason Archer signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.